0: Welcome
1: To Arcade Audio Remember
0: me Though I have to say goodbye Remember me Don't let it make you cry For even if I'm far away I hold you in my heart I sing a secret song to you each night we are apart. Remember me, though I have to travel far. Remember me, each time you hear a sad guitar. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullett. She next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullett.
1: Holiday season is upon us. The road to the end of this Godforsaken. So you're gonna be like, the road year. to the
0: Royal Rumble. I was like, that's <laughs> the wrong show. Hi,
1: I'm your new husband, Tom Phillips. Uh for like, wrong show. For nobody. The road to the end no of no one
0: who gets that listens to this. Godforsaken
1: <laughs> year is almost up.
0: Look, I know everyone says that. Everyone says 2020's been a terrible year, but we're lucky to be here. We're lucky to have an creative outlet that we mostly enjoy. I, mean, I like that I have the outlet. I don't like that I have to do it with you, I was, but damn, damn. I mean, you know it is what it is, but I'm you know, sitting here
1: in my beautiful home looking at the Christmas tree that we decorated with our daughter yesterday. That we had to move
0: all the ornaments out of the one place she kept putting them and like At one
1: point there was like an Olaf on a on a bulb on a Donald Duck on yeah. like
0: she Life just wanted research. everybody to be friends next to each other, like and we no, had to, like, works. rearrange everything, so um, that was fun, but look, we're blessed to have the memories that we have from this year, and even though it didn't go exactly the way we wanted it to in a lot of different respects, at least we're here, and we're able to go into the next year making new memories.
1: It's been an up and down year.
0: <laughs> I know, it's been I an know. up and down year,
1: a lot of good, a lot of bad.
0: I'm aware. But we just uh, have to always try to maintain that positivity, and that's what this time of year is about for me. Some of you is not easy for me either. I lost my grandfather 15 years ago on Christmas Day, the day after my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I get really emotional usually around this time of year. But, well, it's a good thing know. we have
1: a nice, light, easy podcast today.
0: Oh,
1: man. Uh, and if you had a minute and 49 seconds without the introduction song uh, for Samantha Crying, you win your office pool. And if, you've, if you listen to this in your office, tell other people.
0: Leave it us a review and five stars. Every
1: single individual person, you please go, go down the hall to that cubicle you don't want to go to and tell Susan to leave that review.
0: Please, it really helps. And us give out.
1: back. It your will be a gift pen. to
0: us. It will be a holiday gift to us. Huh? I almost threw up.
1: It's November thirtieth, twenty twenty, when we're recording this. Oh my gosh. If you're new here. Welcome. Every single week, we discuss a random movie in our massive movie collection. We in talk about lives. it. We talk about our lives. Um, this is the first time we're recording since Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, the whole nine yards. It's been a fun time. We uh, we as you notice, we've been promoting the schedule over and over and over again. We did a quick pivot in the schedule because we took advantage of our daughter basically having four days off, two days off of school, and then the normal weekend. To let her stay up a little bit later and watch this movie that we're talking today, Coco, Samantha's nomination, instead of watching The Killing with our daughter, because I'm sure that just wouldn't work out well. Although she might like the nuances of Kubrick, I don't know yet. I haven't really got to her yet, like I want to. So, uh, so we so we took we took that me to, be to cool, watch man, uh,
0: are going to watch a family go.
1: to watch a family movie on the holiday instead. Uh, we had a nice holiday weekend. Thanksgiving went off without a hitch. I I dare say, our best individual performances for
0: That you're going to say for something Thanksgiving else. Food, like that's not the right show for that huh? We, uh, yeah. I made yeah. a
1: bomb-ass turkey. You made your best mashed potatoes of all time. You made uh, stovetop stuffing that I actually ate. I'm not a stuffing guy. Thank I'm not you, a Rip. dressing guy. Thank you,
0: Podfather, Rip Camelucci. And something about it, I
1: was like, you know, I'm going to try this. And I ate it, and I had even more. I
0: it. think of you every time I have stuffing.
1: Was because we used to have
0: Thanksgiving together, not for any other reason?
1: So damn good. Uh, we played, thank some you. Tabletop, I learned how to
0: make it from Rich.
1: We played some tabletop so. games with my mom and thoroughly confused her to no means, but she beat you in one of them, so that's all that matters because she cheated. I uh, probably, uh, <laughs> and then I went on Black Friday. If you want to listen and watch my Black Friday tales, make sure you're following me on Instagram at your host, 38 for the most recent episode at Jam with
0: your Sam is my Instagram. You have interrupted handle. me at least oh. six
1: times on this podcast, and it's been less than five minutes. So, okay, I'm sorry, knock it off. Thank you. At your host, Mollet38 on Instagram, my wife Samantha joined me and probably did that same exact bit on that show because she's got six bits and a dollar fifty to share for it.
0: People like my bits
1: touching that. <laughs> uh so I had fun on Black Friday and then the weekend the usual routine we uh we did a bunch of stuff around the house, decorated the house, got the tree up and then another played week played some
0: fun games.
1: Another week begins, not going to go into that. Uh so yeah, started, I, today I'd say I started wrapping some Christmas presents, played like my fourth or fifth round of PGA Tour 2K21. If you're listening to this, and you want to challenge me in PGA Tour 2K21 yeah, on if the PS4. If you're over the
0: age of Hit me up. I'm ready. I I am having so
1: much fun playing golf. It's so relaxing. It's great. Uh, In terms of watching stuff, we haven't watched much.
0: I started watching the uh, Disney Plus Taylor Swift uh, folklore uh, recording at uh, Long Pond Studios. Cool. uh, So... I'll have an update on that probably tomorrow after my lunch break is Great. over. Uh,
1: I may take the opportunity over the next couple days to actually watch some stuff. Like I have a couple things I'm like actually going to be doing. Well, Thursday I'm going to be out of the house. Tomorrow I'm still like finishing some wrapping and stuff. Wednesday I may like watch a couple things, and then Friday same thing. Uh, we've all caught up on Mandalorian. Finally, uh, we did, however, break a massive massive rule of this podcast.
0: Maybe you don't have to tell people that we did it?
1: I'm going to I'm going to be honest with the people. <sighs> so you know the rule if we own it, it gets drawn or it gets nominated and that's how we discuss it on the show. Usually if it's just on regular live TV, like we can just throw it on and do whatever. Not very often. I've been doing a lot more when I was working because I wanted just background noise and things that I enjoy watching that I didn't, you know, that we already owned or we already did on the podcast, then that was okay. But um, one of those movies I think I referenced that I felt bad and re we watched again was D2, The Mighty Ducks. And around the holidays, and especially because of 2020, there hasn't been much for us to watch. Like, when we're eating dinner, or like, you know, we're just being lazy. Mm-hmm. So when we were eating, I think, lunch this other day, I was like, you know what, fuck it. I just put on the Mighty Ducks, and we watched the Mighty Ducks.
0: And then, unbeknownst to you, what do you mean? Unbeknownst to you, my uh,
1: well, the reason you. the reason why I did it was because I um, I'd been planning a couple things for Christmas that didn't pan out, and from doing that, I'd found a couple of like just funny like taking movies too seriously articles that I loved. That was like power-ranking every Mighty Ducks player. And I started quizzing on them, and you were going in fucking order. Man, look. It was insane. So because of this, we watched all three Mighty Ducks movies over the past, like, 72 hours.
0: Look, if, if y'all... If you guys take one thing away f- about me from this show, I'm a huge Mighty Ducks Bitch fan. Bitch loves the
1: Mighty Ducks movies.
0: Loves the Mighty Ducks. I always wanted to play hockey growing up because of those movies, but I'm not really built for it. Yeah, you... Yeah. At all. You're
1: barely built for air hockey.
0: Hey, shut up, man. I'm pretty good at air hockey. I always beat you. Um, yeah, but I actually know how to skate, unlike you, so I think it's a little more feasible. I would love
1: to see you on skates. I'm
0: pretty good. I got
1: to make that happen. I got to see you on skates. Okay. Uh, I will get on skates just so you can see me.
0: Okay, one of our best friends owns a hockey rink. I think we can well, arrange it. not going to go ice skates. It's not an ice skate. Augie owns a roller hockey rink.
1: The way you, the way you said it was.
0: No, he owns. A a rink. He owns a hockey rink. Is they play roller hockey at Auggie's hockey rink?
1: A roller hockey. It's like a. It's like a field. It's not a rink.
0: No, it's a rink. You call it a rink. It's not a field. You can't rollerblade in the grass. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm
1: just trying to diminish Auggie's accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm doing. Uh, he's
0: not going to ever hear you.
1: It's true. Yeah, he, he has doesn't
0: no idea. listen to this
1: Yeah, he no He's not going to listen to this.
0: You could tag him in the description of this and say that we talk about him and the Mighty Ducks for I however can, long we do, and he still won't listen. I He'll listen to this in on, 10 years.
1: I can count on almost one hand the amount of times in his life he's cried and also spoke Spanish, which is what we're talking about today by watching the movie Coco. <laughs> Uh, So yeah, so that was the long and short of it was, we watched the Mighty Ducks movies, we had fun, we'll get to them at some point on this podcast.
0: And you'll get to hear me go apeshit bananas over them.
1: It's impressive. It's really great.
0: It's impressive. It's great.
1: But yes, let's get into today's episode. The 2017? 2018? When did this movie come out?
0: This movie came out in 2017.
1: 2017. The 2017 animated film Coco. Samantha, go ahead.
0: Um, the best animated feature of the year says Dwight Brown, Huffington Post. Okay. In Disney Pixar's vibrant tale of family, fun, and adventure... An aspiring young musician named Miguel Anthony Gonzalez embarks on an extraordinary journey to the magical land of his ancestors. There, the charming trickster Hector Gail Garcia Bernal. You got it right. I know. I know, man.
1: You messed up saying musician, but you
0: know. No, I like my lookout like numb tongue. tongue! Becomes an unexpected friend. Who helps Miguel uncover the mysteries behind his family's stories and traditions? A masterpiece, says Drew Taylor. Movie phone.
1: Movie phone's still a thing? What? There's no .dot com behind that. No. Oh, that that company's gotta have not survived this year. So that's one for you. By your weird. <laughs> My
0: weird non Have you I got.
1: not made like a face as well? Cause like. <laughs> I
0: probably would
1: have ignored it, but the way he said it I was like, "Oh yeah, that sounded weird." then Uh, we have a challenge where every single time we read the back of a box, whoever messes up more, every fifty episodes, the uh the person has to sit through a film franchise of the losers' choosing. I lost the first one. Samantha lost the second one. This is the tiebreaker, and Samantha's currently down five, I believe. No. Five. This is uh, where you're approaching the halfway point already. So, Not I'm just going to point that out. So, uh, I think we briefly discussed it when you nominated it.
0: That we had never seen That this. we had
1: never seen it. This came out uh, basically on, around the time Jillian was one year old. Um, so, we weren't going back to the movie yet. We didn't go until she was about one and a half. Uh,
0: yeah, in June. In
1: June, when, the Incredibles, when Incredibles 2 came 2 out. When Incredibles came, the came out, was yeah. On theaters.
0: That was her first movie. Which uh, we also watched on TV the other day. Yeah,
1: which was just on yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that. Uh, we missed it, and we're, we're huge Pixar fans, but for whatever reason, this one just kept slipping through the cracks. Like It was like, I couldn't get it on Black Friday, or it was never on sale, or like we'd see it on Plex, and we both knew it was a Pixar movie. You gotta be in the right mindset yeah. you to watch know a you're Pixar movie for the first time. You
0: know you're gonna cry. You know you're gonna be awed. Like today,
1: Up was on TV, and I was like, no, nah, I don't feel like crying, because right. I just cried five days ago when I watched Coco because I cried watching Coco like you cried
0: I was sobbing crying is not the word for it I was sobbing I had makeup we watched this on a Friday yeah, you... so I had my makeup on from work and I looked like yeah, I had just been like it. yeah I completely raccooned it I was hysterical a mess and Jillian looked at me and said mommy it's a movie Light. And <laughs> that life. was the end of my life. I- I'm, I'm curious. I am now dead.
1: When is she, like, so she doesn't get it. Like,
0: sometimes she'll, like, laugh at things when she hears us laugh at them. So she doesn't really understand, I think, the emotions behind things yet. She does 100%. laugh at her own things, though. Sometimes she does, yeah. and she got scared, like, when we watched Snow White. She got really scared mm-hmm. of She also the got witch. scared. There
1: was another movie we watched that she wasn't a fan of. I'd- Something. In the past year, I want I'm to say. not.
0: I don't remember, but I can't wait to watch Reserve Oz with her. Um, so sometimes she gets it, but, but a movie like emotion, this, she doesn't get yeah, like 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 getting like so moved and so so moved to the point that you're in tears. She doesn't grasp. She doesn't you. get that yet. She
1: doesn't grasp death yet at all.
0: So that's a very difficult conversation for us to have with her because, sure. um, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast before, we did have a loss in our family this mm-hmm. year. Um, Christopher's dad passed away, and um, we tried to explain that to Jillian. She kind of And she kind of gets, gets it, because it, because she'll say that Grandpa's away. Grandpa's, yeah, Grandpa's on Grandpa's vacation. Not He's yeah. not here anymore. But sometimes we'll be talking, and she'll be like, yeah, Grandpa will come. Yeah. So she kind of gets it, and then we have to be like, no, remember, Jillian, Grandpa's not here. And then she's like, oh, yeah. And then she'll like kind of move on. And I I think that's just because she's four. Yeah. And I think that as she gets older, if we keep kind of reiterating that, it Mm -hmm. will stick. I just don't, I don't really know what the right time to talk about the concepts of this movie are with her. Especially because it's not, we're not part of, like this movie, right. We're not part of the Mexican culture. We don't celebrate Dia de los Muertes. Although Mm -hmm. I think it'd be really cool to do something like that. Um, I love the idea behind yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, like, I like the philosophy behind it. And I like the philosophy, but I wouldn't do it just not Yeah, I wouldn't do, yeah, I,
1: I, I wouldn't do it because do I would it. feel like a poser doing it. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. It felt, it's, uh, so here's a random example to lighten it up or alleviate the, you know, the sadness a little bit. I rewatched Atlanta a couple months ago, right? What? I rewatched all of Atlanta, the both yeah. seasons. And that to me sounds like. Uh, I think it was season one. That episode where they go to the Juneteenth party, and
0: uh, I completely forgot that they had a Juneteenth thing in there.
1: And uh, oh my god, what the fuck's her name? Val? No, is it Val? Zazie Beats? Zazie Beats Zazie character. Is it Val? I want re. I just rewatched the whole show. And I'm forgetting Zazie Beetz's fucking character name. So the her friend who's having the party has, like, this super waspy white guy husband who's, like, super into African culture. (laughs) It has, like, all these, like, African paintings and, like, murals and stuff. And it's, like, to the point where it just rings very, not hollow, but it rings like you're trying too fucking hard and, like, uh, fucking, uh, he gets called out for it when Donald Glover leaves later on. I'm just forgetting all the fucking characters. Earn. Earn. When Earn leaves later on, he, like, cusses him out for it. That's what it would be like if we were to, like, celebrate Dia de los It's like, come on. Really? Like, come on. Um, but, yeah. So, the first time we'd watched the movie, uh, I loved it. I-, I thought it was incredible. I'm sad because like we're almost done with Pixar movies. <laughs> like we've done yeah. so many of them.
0: Van. Van, Vanessa.
1: Jesus Christ. That was gonna drive me crazy. Yeah, Vanessa, I don't know why I've seen Val. Uh so this is I think the the next, the last Pixar movie that I've seen. Like that, that I had like that like I haven't seen. So we've not watched The Good Dinosaur because we're human beings. Um but we've done Toy Story 1, 2, and 3. We've not done A Bug's Life. We've not done Monsters, Inc. or Monsters, U. We have not done Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. We have done The Incredibles 2, which we'll be doing here in just a couple months for the Wrap It Up series. We have not done Cars. Well, uh, Cars 2 or 3? We won't be doing those two because we only own Cars. Uh, we've done yeah. 2, We've done Wally. We've done Up. Uh, we have done Brave. Okay, so I guess we have more than I thought yeah, we, we did. Yeah, so we we,
0: we've have, done Brave. We've
1: done Inside Out. We've done
0: Inside Out. We haven't done...
1: We haven't done Onward, but I don't know if onward. we will do Onward. Soul,
0: we're, we have to figure out exactly what we're going to do for Soul, since it will be streaming, and we don't Same do thing. streaming unless we own them on the show. Yeah, I don't know. So we're going to have to kind of figure but, that out. But
1: anyway, it's... It's sad that we've done so many of them, and I, I actually looked at but the I'm board. I, I think we've done. I think like, uh, so Wall-E, Up, Toy Story One, Toy Story Three. So we have five of like our fifteen like perfect score movies are Pixar movies, which goes to a testament to and our how personal many of taste. The
0: Pixar's?
1: Total, we've done.
0: Well, so Toy Story was a ten. Bug's Life, we haven't done. Toy Story Two was not a ten. Monsters was Inc. a 9.75. <laughs> okay, Monsters, Inc. we haven't done. Finding Nemo, we haven't done. The Incredibles was, 10. was a 10. Cars, we haven't done. Ratatouille. It's like an
1: 8, 8.5-ish, eight a halfish. Raleigh, probably 10. 10. 10. Up, 10. 10. Toy Story 3, 10. That's just the murders. Like you. Murder that is a murderer's row, those three movies in a row. 2010,
0: yeah. Cars 2, haven't done. Brave, haven't done. Monsters, Inc. haven't done. Inside Out was, I think, a 9?
1: It was like a 9, 9.5, yeah. yeah.
0: Good dinosaur haven't done. Finding Dory haven't done. Cars three haven't done. Coco doing now. Huh. Credibles two will do soon. Huh. Toy Story four not. Yeah. I a literally ten. just did this
1: like five minutes ago. By the way,
0: and one. onward. No, you didn't go specifically.
1: And this is backtracking. Like, I was down. leading up to this point. Yeah. I was. I had already just said the movies that were already ten. It goes to the high quality and standard of them, and but it also it's gonna to me be like eventually like. A big, like, glaring, like, long stretch of... Oh, man, like, we're not doing Pixar movies. Because they are fucking sublime. This is one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen in my entire life. The both detail. from a story uh, aspect and also from a technical aspect of just... All the incredibly
0: flowers? Incredibly the done. I mean... From an animation gorgeous. standpoint. It
1: is impeccable how great the visuals of this movie are um the music is beautiful Ugh. and treated wonderfully oh my god I'm a sucker for when music is treated as like the art form that it is so like every time like a character like plays a guitar and you see another character's like reaction to it or like them just like taking it in like that's music that is Oh, I just got
0: goosebumps.
1: Perfect. That's
0: what music's like, supposed to do. It's supposed to transcend. Yes. That's Music is a huge part of both of our lives, um, aside from movies. I mean, I think we love all forms of entertainment, but music especially speaks to people. Um, I think my preference for movies is always ones that have a great soundtrack, mm-hmm. or, or musicals like Disney movies, Pixar movies, movies. Um, the shows that I've been digging lately have all been, you know, like, musical-based. Any movies like that, any shows like that. Uh,
1: go easy with that, because...
0: That I've been digging.
1: Yeah, I know, but, like, probably all those shows have probably shitty music. Oh, okay, uh.
0: shut up. And then, like, even, like, shows that, like, like Glee. It's, like, a music-based show, and it became, like, a phenomenon. I I never watched it. I know you're, you're not, not into it, because you're a douchebag who pretends to be a theater kid. Um, I'm a
1: theater kid. But that doesn't mean that I have to pretend
0: to be a douchebag.
1: That doesn't mean I have to be into glee. I don't like every musical.
0: You like cats. And I think that that says enough about your character, so please don't argue because there's no point for you to argue. Watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> how anyway, how dare you? How dare you? Yeah, Go music on. speaks to me and I think my favorite part is is how Many levels the music goes. Um, Jillian watches Mm. a show called Vampirina um, on Disney Junior. It's about a, I think we've talked about it before. Sure, we have. Vampire who moves from Transylvania to Pennsylvania, and uh, she's in a band and she plays the spooky It's a spooky ukulele. You see how you put those two words together? It's like Mm. a portmanteau, put them together. Um, and the spookalele has the face of a skull. And Jillian saw in this movie the skulls and associated together. And she went and got her spooka as the credits were rolling. I'm going to start crying telling the story. Oh my God. <laughs> and she just started, like, pretending she was playing it. And she just said, remember me. And she just started singing it. And I cried even you were, more. You were already crying. I was He's already crying. More. And I just started sobbing even more. It was so, just such a sweet moment. <laughs> and, um...
1: Because how have the to movie stop talking ends. right now. yeah, especially how the movie ends. So, I'm also a sucker. By the way, if I want to wrap up when we're talking about music, is I'm also a sucker for when they, when any movie <sighs> studio does this where they mess with like their opening titles to like be specific to the movie you're about to watch, whether it be like fucking what's his name, Little Wiggum... like. Like walking out of the the, the O and 20th Century Fox doing the ba da 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 for like the Simpsons movie, or like the X being stuck a little bit longer on X Men movies or whatever it may be. So, like for this, like the Disney castle and it being like the Mexican guitar, like doing it at the beginning, I'm like, I'm in already. Like, you're immersing me in that.
0: Right. And am ready so, to go. Disney and Pixar are so great about doing that. Immersion. Yes. Like, just making you be in it. From um, the beginning, and it's beautiful. So, if
1: you haven't seen it, very very quick cliff notes Ugh. version of how it goes. Uh, uh, it's Dia li- de
0: los Muertos. Yeah, li- little
1: boy in
0: Mexico is the biggest
1: holiday. Holiday for holiday them. For them is uh, little boy wants to be a musician, but his family forbids music because their ancestral great great grandfather uh, walked out in the family for music purposes. So he tries to steal what he believes to be that individual, the most famous musician in the country's guitar, instead gets crossed over to the other world. Him and this other person who wants to cross over to the other side try to track this guy down to get him back, to get the blessing, to return home. And there's... uh, Two significant twists there. I mean, we're going to discuss them because you know, spoiler. If you have not watched the fucking movie, it's been three years. Uh, we learned our lesson. I wasn't. It wasn't spoiled for me, so that's great. Even though I kind of figured it about halfway through, uh, that
0: <laughs> that the uh,
1: the person that was
0: the idol was joining the, him the whole guy, time. Well, that
1: part ones... I didn't so much see. I thought maybe he was just going to kind of end up being like
0: a not, nobody, like a red gold. herring, or just like like yeah. like
1: kind of along for the ride, like, I'll help you guys, too, you know, like, that kind of thing, like, because also, Disney's been on this big streak lately of, well, one of two realms, Disney and Pixar, they've either had, like, the twist villain, so, like, The Incredibles 2, like, again, spoiler alert, like, you assume it's probably going to be the Bob Odenkirk character or some, you know, rando, but it's actually the sister the whole time, Um, or, like, they haven't really had one? Like, Frozen 2 really doesn't have a villain. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet really doesn't have a villain. You know what I mean? Like, it kind you know, of... Yeah, they have
0: MacGuffins that make the story go along uh, instead. I knew
1: you are going to say that horse shit, and I almost said MacGuffin earlier just to preempt it, and I didn't because I wanted to sound like a fucking educated human being, and then here you go. Uh, Onward. Onward doesn't really have a villain. They have, like, these beasts or these, like, hurdles to overcome, but they don't necessarily have villains, so I thought this was shaping them to be the same way. So it was a good, like, twist to a twist that there was a twist that uh, Ernesto de la Cruz was actually a villain, and Hector, who's helping Miguel the whole time, is his great-great-grandfather, um, who is trying to cross over to see Miguel's great-great-grandmother, who's Coco, Coco the the the, the titular grandmother. Titular. It wasn't on the back, so I'm fine. Uh... Who is slowly passing away or getting older and is starting to forget him? Uh, man, I, I love just how fucking deep Pixar just goes with it. Like they know that, they know that kids aren't getting it, but they know there's enough bright colors and enough things to keep Fun kids music. keep kids invested and they know like the core story. But for the parents have to sit there. And for also the people that just like good filmmaking, which is basically what Pixar is now, people go see. Like, they give you such an incredible concept of, like, an Inside Out touched on this as well. An Inside Out came before this about your memory and your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions and, like, what happens when you forget those things. Like, they go away and they make them, they give them. Personalities, and they give them uh, characterization characteristics,
0: and like, like how Bing they Bong. shape you and make you who you are. Right. So, oh like when God, you forget why? those
1: things, like it's a big moment. So it's about the fight to not forget them, or it's about the fight to make other memories. Like um, it, it does an incredible job with it. And it, it, they they tackled a little bit earlier on with the Edward Edward James Olmos character, as I like to call him, Mexican Nick Nolte. Uh, cause I was like, is just Nick Nolte doing a Mexican accent? I'm like, oh no, it's Edward James Olmos. That's ah, still right. Um, where, you know, they kind of get information from him and he's, you know, he's basically being forgotten and, you know, he gets a song sung to him, he has one last drink and he's just gone. And like that, like that scene, maybe more so than like later on really got to me because I was just like. Thinking, you know, not being morbid or anything, but thinking about my future and my history and my life and like, damn, and like
0: And your legacy, yeah. Man, like, and then it goes back to Hamilton for me. Oh, and shut the like, fuck up. I can't <laughs> help it.
1: But like thinking, thinking, no. thinking, Ugh. you know, and what a hundred years from now, like, <sighs> God forbid, you know, there's still a world, but um, but like a hundred years from now, like what, like. Like, am I gonna be remembered? You know, like, you will. It's a crazy thought. I will. I'm um, almost a <laughs> word for you. Uh, <laughs> love you. I had to do something. When
0: I was, um, when we were watching Incredibles two, I was mm-hmm. reading a little bit about what Pete Doctor said about Incredibles two, and some of like the reactions that they got to the movie and how he was adamant about. The who? Ah, uh, not Pete Doctor Brad Bird. Yeah, I was think. gonna
1: say. Yeah, yeah. No, I was say Pete Doctor.
0: No, ah, uh, Brad Bird was saying mm-hmm. how um it took so long for him to put Incredibles two together because he wanted to tell the right story, and how it kept um, you know, being classified as a kids movie, a kids movie. He's like, it's not a kids movie. Right. None of the movies we make are kids movies. No, they're not. They're animated movies, but. They should be given the same, like, the same uh, gravitas that you give to any other action movie, mm-hmm. like an action movie between, you know, superheroes or a dramatic piece about a son finding his way back to his family, right. this the same gravitas you would give those unanimated is what you should give them animated. It's just a different medium to tell the story. And I thought that that was really beautiful and so true, especially thinking back to this movie that, yeah, it's not a kid's movie. Like, it is at its core, but it's not a kid's movie. It appeals to kids. It
1: is rated PG for thematic
0: elements. Yes, because it deals with death and things like this. But I I just think it's it's definitely not a kid's movie, and, and I think Jillian's reactions to it show that the kids can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Kids will get the the merchandise from the movie like the instruments and like yeah. all that kind of stuff, but it really is geared towards adults and I think that's something that Pixar does so well. We've talked about it before mm-hmm. the the different levels in Pixar movies that they're able to do and um I just thought it was really beautiful. I'm just a fucking mess. I knew you say another thing. That I was gonna say. Should we discuss
1: the end? Remember me scene? Then now, just to get you done with, and then we can have fun. So uh, I knew of the song because it won the Oscar for best original song, and it gave um, uh, Robert Lopez. I believe he's the first person to get a double EGOT. So he has. Two Emmys, at least two Emmys, two Grammys, two Oscars, what? and two Tony's. Yeah. Really? And he's like not even like fucking 40, or like he's just above 40? Because he won for this and they won for Let It Go. He was a part of Book of Mormon. Uh, he got Emmys for doing music on some kind of show. And then Grammys, like they get gra- like you get a Grammy, you fucking get Tony's for shit. So I'm pretty sure he's got at least two of each. Uh, his wife may have one as well, but she might mm-hmm. have not worked on something. I don't think she worked on Book of Mormon. Uh, but yeah, so I knew of the song, but I didn't know, like, one, it's very short. It's, like, less than two minutes. And the Oscars lately have, like, had a streak of, like, really tight, like, like, not extensive songs. Like, this is a pretty simple, basic song, but it doesn't need to be anything more, uh, complex than that. But you get it throughout the entire movie. Like, they do an amazing job of establishing the song as being important from... It being De la Cruz's biggest hit, to what Hector would sing to his little girl, to the song that Miguel uses to make sure that Coco doesn't forget Hector uh, at the end of the movie, and uh, again, animation. Like I'm talking about how wonderful they made, um, you know, the City of the Dead, and how wonderful they made, you know, just the colors and the, the characters and, the, and and everything. But also I gotta give them shout outs for the, 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 the people animation because they do an incredible job with Coco herself just making her oh, so and old and so detailed. But then when like like I think the thing that got me the most was just like seeing that old face change to like
0: the smile. the
1: smile and like hearing it yeah. and recognizing it and then telling the stories afterwards like that is just as detailed and that's just more impactful as anything else. Um, and then of course the wrap up at the end, like the next year reveals that she did pass away and now she is back with her family, which is like the perfect ending for it. It's perfect such a ending. big, like it, like it's, it's sad, but it's also your fort, your, 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 uh, your, you feel fortunate that it happened. Um, and you get to see everyone, you know, celebrating and reveling in it. Um, and it's just a, an amazing job. But remember that "Remember Me" sequence. That's like an all-time. I mean, it's Pixar amazing scene. Yes.
0: Yeah, so um, Robert Lopez is the youngest you got winner. Yeah, youngest uh, number 39 one. Thirty-nine years and eight days old, and yep. the quickest he won all four of within ten years. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the, we're as six as years of, away from
1: that, just to give you perspective as to uh, what lives with our lives. Three,
0: 2018, um, He's the only person to won all four awards more than once. Yeah. So, yep. Crazy. That's insane. But yeah, he did Frozen, Frozen Two, Coco. Mm-hmm. They he also worked on Book of Mormon mm-hmm. and Avenue Q. Yep. and I think I saw he did work on Scrubs and on a Nickelodeon show as well. I think well. the Nickelodeon
1: show is what he got. Nickelodeon Emmy from.
0: series Wonder Pets, and um, that's what he got the Emmy his for. Emmy for. Um, and there's some
1: controversy because um, no, they're da- also, they're daytime Emmys. Yeah, so but like... he also
0: got for Scrubs on the My Musical.
1: Oh. Oh, so that's a, that's an earned one. So. Oh no!
0: Oh, maybe that was an just a nom. I think it was I a
1: nom, just yeah. A nom. If you're on the actual, go to the actual egot page, and it'll detail what they won for. Um, I've probably been on that Wikipedia page more than any Wikipedia page in my entire life, because like I'll go in and analyze like who still got a shot. <laughs> like I just like love that type of stuff. Um, so it's been thirty four minutes of gushing. I have to ask now: Is there anything you didn't like about the movie?
0: No,
1: there's not a single thing. Oh, I,
0: Alan Menken got his EGOT this year.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's
0: nice. So, that's I, awesome.
1: I have a couple nitpicks. I have to. It's me. Um, I don't know what it, the trend has been over the past five years, maybe even beyond that, five to ten years, where every single animated movie, whether it be regular Disney or Pixar, and even this is probably even worse beyond those, but I try to ignore those as much as possible, where we have to have some dumb animal sidekick. Uh, I get it, it's to sell toys. I get it, it's for the kids. But at a certain point, do they have to all just be, like, dumb? Because Dante is the dog's name, I believe.
0: Yes, Dante.
1: And he ends up not being, like, totally dumb. He just looks dumb. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with his tongue sticking out, he ends up actually being, being like a, is it what a spirit animal or yeah. a spirit, spirit guide? guide. Uh, but the whole time he's just dumb. he's got his tongue hanging out, he's running into things, like he's a mess.
0: That's what my spirit guide would be.:
1: No kidding. Uh, no, your spirit guide would be, "Hey,
0: hey.": Yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah, that's pretty true. OK. <sighs> Robert Lopez's Academy Awards are for "Let It okay, Go," and remember, remember me.": me. Yes. Daytime Emmy Awards. For Outstanding Achievement in Music Direction for Wonder Pets, twice, 20, 2008 mm-hmm. and And there's some
1: controversy that daytime Emmys are not like primetime Emmys, so some people think that daytime Emmys shouldn't count. They're Emmys. It's because the yeah. shows are on at the time of day, so fuck right.
0: off. Grammys for Book of Mormon yep. and Frozen. Yep. And then a third one for Let It Go from Frozen, mm-hmm. separate. And then a Tony for Avenue Q, Book of Mormon and uh, as a musical and then as a score. hmm Book of Mormon. Yeah, so he's won three Tonys, three Grammys, two Daytime Emmys, and two Academy Awards. So he's he's halfway to a third one. <laughs> halfway to a third. Oh,
1: that'd be dope. What is wa- he
0: working on right now?
1: Probably everything. That guy's probably very just like uh, the composer Did here. He do
0: anything for soul?
1: Uh, Michael Giacchino. Um, oh, he's
0: the, he's done everything lately. I yeah, know he's
1: anything. he's doing everything. I think he is something away from any got. Uh, I think he's maybe a Tony away. Um, he's awesome. I mean, he, I want to say he made his name on Up, but I know he was doing stuff before then, but Up is the thing that really put him, like, on the map. Um, and now he's doing the the score for fucking Eric. I feel like he probably did Borat for all I fucking know. Uh.
0: Yeah, I don't know what he's working so
1: an, another, on. So another nitpick, another thing I didn't necessarily like was I feel like there was too many characters. There was too much going on at points. <laughs>
0: Um, am so going to argue with you there. I think that it went very well into the theming of it because
1: and also the culture in of the it. And the culture
0: cuz in those cultures in in the Mexican culture it's all about your family and sure. it's a big family, you know. It it was like it was like the mom, the dad and the kid like for us like it's like you mean Jillian, but like in those families it's like it's also their parents and then their parents parents and then right. their parents 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 and they're all together, very close-knit, like, you know, they live together typically as well. Mm -hmm. In those, in a lot of, in a lot of Spanish cultures, Mm -hmm. they live with their, um... Right. I forget the word that they call it. Familia? No, um, it's like the, um, I don't know what they call it now, but it's just like, like with the generations before them, um... So I know that that's very common, so I think that's part of the reason why it's to show all the ancestors there had to be a lot of characters.
1: I get that, but still, like when he gets the, like so many family members and you also have to care for the, the great grandmother, and then it gets into, like once you meet Della Cruz as well, and then you're meeting the original almost character. And at first you kind of feel like Hector's just kind of like a sidekick and a buddy. So, like, I really wasn't, like, paying too much attention. Because also he's, like, kind of a throwaway joke at the beginning where, like, he's trying to get into Dia de, de-, de los Muertos. So he kind of reminded me of, like, the Bill Hader character in Ralph Breaks the Internet. Um, like, the, the pop-up guy. Mm-hmm. But he ends up, like, coming back and back. So I thought he was just kind of like a ha-ha character. No, he's the second most important character in the fucking movie. Right. Um... That, to me, was hard to juggle and concentrate on sometimes. So, like, the middle part of the movie, like, once, like, Miguel is, like, kind of stuck in, La, in the City of the Dead, um, leading up to, basically, his, uh, like, his big performance, where, um, you know, and he, and also up to meeting De La Cruz, that chunk, not as strong to me as the beginning and the end.
0: I, don't know. Just I thought it was great, and I thought the introduction of some of, like, the well-known um, Mexican mm. celebrities. Frida Kahlo. The Frida Kahlo. I love the Frida Kahlo scenes. I thought that they were so funny. As a
1: wrestling fan, uh, I want to give a shout-out to the El Santo uh, reference in this. Yeah. I mean, he is basically Mexican Elvis. Like, not in terms of music, but, like, El Santo is... 10 times as important in Mexico as like Hulk Hogan and The Rock are in America. Yeah. Like he is like a president. Yeah. To like them. it's
0: it it's cra- but I love those introductions and how they put those characters yeah. in there. I love the show that Frida put out. I thought that was great. Yeah. That that added a great element to it. Um See, I like that. I didn't think that was like too much or too extra. I thought
1: That was good. Yeah. Like,
0: okay, but
1: i mean, more so like I, I get your point about the core and the family and stuff. It just right.
0: It's because it's because in a lot of American or um, a lot of Western families, it's it's a small group or it's mm-hmm. only like you and your parents. But in a lot of other so cultures, right? It's more nucle- nuclear. Nuclear a lot of other cultures and a lot of um, Spanish cultures, Latin American cultures, and um, some other. Want like Indian culture and everything. It's it's about everyone in the field. The from the small youngest all the way to the oldest. It's mm. like everyone is there and incorporated. Everyone plays a role, and you pay your respects to all your ancestors.
1: See, I couldn't do it. We go crazy enough. I just had to organize presents for two different Christmases we're having with your family and my family, and uh, and
0: well, I have four people in my family.
1: Yeah, and I have one. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so it's it's, it's, I couldn't fucking do it.
0: Yeah, it's just, we have particularly small families when you really think about, I have a lot of cousins. Yes. I've got a lot of cousins, but they all live in England, you know, they all live further away and I don't get to see them, but, you know, for most intents and purposes, it's just me, my parents, my grandmother, my aunt, that's it. You know,
1: so we'd have a very easy ofrenda, is what I'd get at. It'd be
0: yeah pretty easy. I'd have well, right now we one, have,
1: two. I'd have three people on mine. Well,
0: right now we we'd have two two people on our ofrenda. My grandfather and your dad. No, we'd have no. I'd have oh, my, gran- and your my grandparents. And your sister, You'd want
1: like mm-hmm. Elaine and well, she's
0: not dead yet. No, not I'm Elaine. Saying uh, like right now, uh, Lorraine,
1: Lorraine. Sorry, that's what I meant. Lorraine. I have two cousins.
0: Um, one's Elaine and one's Lorraine. Yeah, it gets
1: very uh, But yeah. Um,
0: yes, but th- if there was to be a movie and we had all of those characters, then yeah, it could be a lot. But it goes into how important family mm-hmm. is. You can't forget anyone.
1: Will I be on your friend when I die? No. You never want to try to celebrate and see me ever again. I don't, I'm not coming no. over to see you anyway. I don't. Need going you going to coming, to see Jillian.
0: I don't need you coming over here. Talk about how I poisoned your mac and cheese, and you're too dumb to know that.
1: Help! Can anybody see me? I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, this movie, like, so I'm glad we pointed out this PG, because it gets into, like, some dark, so, like, it's not often you see, like, a Disney or Pixar movie where, like, they're drinking alcohol. Uh, there's, like, a murder in this, like, a poisoning. Uh, 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 Ernesto Cruz gets, uh, demolished with a bell twice. Mm Uh, yeah, it definitely dips its toe into some some more mature and, and serious things. Uh, I have a third gripe and I know I just missed it at some point. And I'm going to have you like try to pinpoint where it was, but I wrote my second note was I cannot wait for Mexican John Ratzenberger. And cause he, of course John Ratzenberger is in every Pixar movie mm. and I'm waiting with bated breath for the really awful <laughs> John Ratzenberger with like a Mexican accent and I never got it. And I look at the credits, and the very last credit is some random character name, John Ratzenberger. And I was like, who the fuck was Ratzenberger? So, did you notice him at
0: all? Yeah, he was one of the people in the line, I think. Was he? Juan Orthodontica. Yeah, he was the one who went to the orthodontic. The one who said, oh, my dentist, I'm on my dentist's off- of frienda. All right, hold on. And he smiled big right before we were introduced to Hector. All right, going and not being on an ofrenda.
1: I pulled it up here on.
0: Yeah, on, I know exactly what scene it. Is. On
1: YouTube, I'm going to right now.
0: Yeah, so it's right before Hector hold on, hold on. gets right, denied. Your visit. <laughs> Next. Your photos on your yes. Gracias. <laughs> That's that it. That's it. That was it.
1: Yeah, you're in your day. Oh, man. I want to give a big old shout-out to Pixar for just making John Ratzberger put something in his mouth so he doesn't have to do an awful Mexican accent. Shout-out to you. That lived up to every hype I had in my head in advance. Fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, boy. Uh, MVP and LVP. Uh...
0: I mean, I think that the main cast did a fantastic Absolutely. job. Absolutely, I think that the singing was amazing.
1: Well, so you got it. So let's 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 hold for a second on that because there are actually some.
0: Anthony some Gonzalez did his own singing. So
1: my, I have two MVPs. I'm fine with either or. Anthony, Anthony Gonzalez, Gonzalez, I thought Miguel was great.
0: Did his own singing.
1: And look, we we shoot and on kids a lot on this show, but kid voice actors are so much better than kid actor actors. Yeah, maybe because I
0: can't see their face when they're doing it. (laughs) I think that's what it is. I don't like the faces kids make.
1: Um, They look whiny and
0: constipated half the time.
1: I love Gail Garcia Bernal in anything.
0: I think he's fantastic. He's
1: always great. Um, Always
0: on point.
1: I love Itumama Tambien. It's one of my favorite foreign language films.
0: (laughs) Please be careful how you pronounce that.
1: Itumama Tambien.
0: I know, but it just is because it means other things in Spanish if you don't have the. I'm not inflection. going around being like,
1: hey, eat to Mama Tambian. No, <laughs> <you don't. laughs>
0: like Scott Steiner. Hey, yeah, uh, and your mama too. It's because if you don't get the inflection right and everything, um, the people I work with make fun of me a lot because of how I. <laughs> I just
1: want Scott Steiner to talk about foreign language films all day now. Oh it's my God. Scott Steiner, God. if you're
0: listening to this, email us at meredithmovies at gmail.com and we'll arrange a foreign. A film no, extravaganza I oh, for you to watch with us.
1: God. Uh, which reminds me, I want to apologize to you uh, from uh, last episode where I was doing my ALF impression. Huh I was really mean to you, and I'm sorry. Especially now that you own me two more times in this house.
0: Can you please get out of here?
1: Well, if you're going to be mean to me, I'm going to be mean to you. Eat my ass, lady. <laughs> ha! Uh, also, I, I believe... Cooking Thanksgiving dinner, or at some point over the past several days, I tried to do an earnest impression, and that earnest impression was just Southern Beetlejuice. Oh, it's so funny! You know, you know what I mean, Vern? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Know what I mean, Ver know, I mean, know what I mean? It's like it's just me. Ha! I visit the South sometimes, and I uh, now I got a Southern accent. Or I can do something. I can throw my voice. I can throw my voice in voice. Entertain your friends. Have fun at parties. That's a line from the movie that I was in. I'm Beetlejuice. I was the Beetlejuice in Beetlejuice. I have to drink water to make sure that I don't have those burpees again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. We Goodbye. had those burpees. Uh,
1: so I'm fine with either one. Uh, who are you more so leaning towards? I now, mean... both those people were themselves. And Bernal actually reprised his role in the Spanish language dubbing of the movie as well. Which I think is impressive. But I'm fine either way.
0: I mean, I think that they're both great.
1: Do you have a preference one way or another? Let's
0: go with Anthony Gonzalez.
1: That's more so what I was leaning towards because to be a child that is singing and emoting the way and that he is in this movie. And this his he's, first thing, right? incredibly funny. He was 12 in this. He's 16 now, so yeah. Um... Oh, he's been no. He was in The Bridge, a TV series. He was also in Criminal Minds Beyond Borders. Oh, uh, he's yeah. His career is probably over. He was in Granddaddy Daycare in uh, two thousand nineteen. What? With Danny Trejo and How come uh, I haven't
0: made that my George Went qualification of the losing
1: Clint Howard's in it. Is Barry that a Boswick. sequel?
0: Is that a sequel to Daddy Daycare?
1: I don't. Uh, I think like spiritually, which is I'm not saying that because we're watching Coco, but uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a counterpart to Daddy Day Care and Daddy Day Camp.
0: Okay, so we're going to buy this series.
1: No, Samantha, don't you dare.
0: Oh, we're going to do another competition. Don't you dare.
1: Uh, yeah, so congratulations to him. Uh, LVP. So people, it's not. I, I thought it was going to be Alana Uback, who's been a former LVP on the show, when she was doing a an, an offensive Hispanic character in Meet the Fockers. She was the nanny.
0: Oh, yeah, she was. Uh,
1: but she actually has, like, like Hispanic heritage to her, and she also did a really good job singing.
0: Man, she um, looks so different. Pretty much
1: everybody did a good job. My She's LV... a
0: voice in Puppy Dog Pals? Of course she is.
1: My LVP...
0: Is Benjamin Bratt. We all know you don't like Benjamin Bratt. Is Benjamin Bratt. Bratt. We all know you don't like and Benjamin Bratt. And it's not Bratt.
1: just that I don't like him.
0: Okay. Look, I could have told you, if you we could have not even watched the movie. You could have not shown no. me the movie. You could have just shown me That's the cast true. list and you could have said, okay, not true. who is going to be my LVP? And I would have been like, mm, probably Benjamin Bratt. And you would have been like, mm, you're right. I
1: don't think he's a good actor. I don't believe he was the LVP of...
0: Miss He's not. I think you pushed Rohan. No, no.
1: It was that shitty uh, Candace Bergen son character. You pushed real hard. I did right? not push real hard. I actually think I liked him in the geniality. Go back and listen to the tape. But for this,
0: it's not a tape. The way it's they, they built
1: they build up Ernesto de la Cruz as a like this mythical being. And then from what actually is the case, mm-hmm. how that character ends up being, mm-hmm. I expected more. And it being Benjamin Bratt, I don't think that his voice held the power or the weight to it Plus, he doesn't do the fucking singing for the character. That is not valuable if you're going to do the definition of a valuable. Because they had to get somebody else besides Remember Me to do the singing. Okay. For the very, very first one. I
0: think that's fair. So, however.
1: He also just plays like a chicken shit heel like the last like 15, however, 20 minutes of the all movie. All right.
0: So what did you just say? Why you didn't like him? Because he's supposed to be this mythical being and then like you meet him and he's a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Asshole, you could say that about any idolized person. I'm not talking about the actual... I'm not
1: talking about, like, as an individual meeting them. I'm talking about me watching a movie and buying in to the person that's voicing this character being this person. That has nothing to do with, oh yeah, I met uh, uh, Tom Cruise and he was a dickwad. No, that's different. I mean, like, his voice... Didn't match up with what I anticipated, Ernest. What, like what did you can't...
0: want it to be like? This booming, like yeah. megaphone, and then voice? also
1: like like when he, when the twist happens where he's the real villain of the movie. I didn't ever get this sense of like ominous or like like. like well, yeah, I mean, Benjamin Bratt. What'd or... you think? Don't, don't have Benjamin Bratt be the villain in your movie.
0: That's what I'm saying. When has Benjamin Bratt ever played a villain convincingly?
1: Uh, I'm sure he has been. A villain, <laughs> but you put that convincing caveat on the end of it, so I don't have an answer. Do you have anybody else? Or you're just riling me up again, because you know it's Benjamin Bratt.
0: Oh yeah, man, it's been Benjamin Bratt the you. whole time, bro. What, you, what you think? Fuck you. Let's see some of the movies that he's done here.
1: I don't think he was a villain in Catwoman, but there's other problems.
0: Demolition Man? There's other oh, problems was, to deal with. Wasn't he the villain in Demolition Man? But it's Wesley Snipes. no. Wesley Snipes is the yeah,
1: villain in I Demolition know. Man. Oh, he
0: was the MacGuffin. He was Alfredo Garcia, the Mac... Uh. <laughs> what did you just say?
1: Don't, I don't want to hear anything more about Benjamin Bratt. I already wrote his name on the card. You
0: know how many it's movies Benjamin, Br- Benjamin Bratt has been in?
1: Thank you, Chris angry. who used to go on IMDb and be like, John Wayne was in a lot of fucking movies. Like, yeah, they used to make six movies a month. We are done here. Anything else? uh, I want to give a shout-out also just how well this movie casted, besides John Ratzenberger, legitimate Hispanic talent. There's Cheech Marin in this, Gabriel Iglesias, just in terms of notables that I recognize. There's probably Edward James Olmos, who's already mentioned. Yeah, I got nothing. There's so many other ones that I, I probably don't recognize that I should, but they all do an amazing job. So Benjamin Bratt... Is, is arguably a best LVP candidate when the Mullet Awards roll up in a few weeks. I'm just saying. He wasn't that bad, but he was the worst part of the movie to me. So, What else on Coco? Do you have any other big, stupid questions that you normally would have?
0: Well, no. Because one of the questions I'd ask for this is, oh, well, how do you think you're going to die? Right, you know, they talk about, about like, Hector... Is like the chorizo guy because they thought he died from food poisoning mm-hmm. with chorizo.
1: Oh, one of my biggest fears is, is having my food be tied to, having my death be tied to food.
0: Well, yeah, you're going to be poisoned through no, your but mac I mean, and cheese. Yeah, but people are so. going to be
1: like, oh, fatty choked on his mac and cheese. That's how you're going to get away with it.
0: Well, no, no. It'll just be like you ate so much mac and cheese.
1: That I burst.
0: That you burst. You
1: have to get that shark knife from that SVU episode to have my stomach explode <laughs> when you actually poison me. Wait, I'm going st- to <laughs> stick that other
0: thing up Stop your ass. Stop talking
1: about the ass inseminator. It's
0: not an ass inseminator. It, it's you like,
1: stick inseminator. something up the person's ass to encourage their, their, pe- their ejaculate to come out, to Should harvest, it? to have a baby. I'm not encourage it. Hey, come on, jizz. Let's go. That's how it works. Anything <laughs> else so on Coco?
0: Why would you put that in this episode? Because um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, any other questions?
1: No, you don't. No, you don't. Is
0: there any like family traditions that you can? Like, Too many. Do you have any questions for me? No, <laughs> fuck no, no, fuck no. You no,
1: no. You know I have like, not like specific, but you know. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we always, like, they're all related to, like, food. Um,
0: food brings people together. Yeah. That's why in, in this movie they demonstrated, you know, we cook for them, we mm-hmm. feed them because it well, it's what brings people yeah. together. Food is is a great way for people to run. We always
1: have the same dinner on Christmas Eve, which you've never really been sad about because it's Two of my favorite yeah, things. It's filet mignon and lobster, and then Christmas Day... Uh, it used to be going to my aunt's house, but then we moved to Florida. We just, it was just us, and then we started doing Prime Rib, which I now do. We always have cinnamon rolls for Christmas morning, which we still do. Um, not really. We always used to play, at my aunt's house, we always used to play games. So, we, like, we would come over, uh, presents would be wrapped up, basically, by that point. We'd have dinner, and we'd always play, like, a new, different game. So, when year was, like, Troy Pursuit one year, it was like my mom was talking about the other day that I didn't even remember some kind of like lottery bingo game we were playing. Like, it would always be something new and different that we would always play. Um, that's really it that I can think of? Um, I'm trying to think of like specific holidays. My sister would always like, we, I would never carve a pumpkin. My sister would always draw a pumpkin for me. Like, she would always, my sister's a really great, used to be a really talented artist. Um, and would always draw these amazing like pictures on pumpkins for me. Um, Really, all I can think of Fourth of July. We'd always just go to my aunt's. I would always have way too much soda and trying to throw up because um, I would be playing badminton and volleyball and uh, croquet all day long. Uh, no, that's really it. That's all I can think of. I know yours is just Wizard of Oz on Christmas. Um, you have Hanukkah and Passover. You have like the Jewish ones that those are pretty much uniform. Like those are always the same kind of yeah. things. Um, but no, that's
0: about it. Okay. We've made
1: some new ones. Like, on on Christmas Day, we usually go to the movies, which, of course, we can't do this year. We can, but we won't, um, with Jillian. Um, for Father's Day, I think one of those most special ones to me is we always do something, I always do something new with Jillian. So we did the first movie, we did first wrestling show, we did first, um, what was the other one? We did a first movie, we did a first wrestling show, we did.
0: Well, you guys, it was this year. Well, yeah. You did I did a, like a. The, the scavenger, scavenger hunt. hunt to run and,
1: the house. and then the, the the quote unquote pasta. Um,
0: you didn't have to bring that up.
1: <laughs> I feel like there was another one, though.
0: You can fuck off. I don't know.
1: <laughs> so that, that stuff's always important and special to me. So. Score time. Uh. You picked it, I scored it first. So we talked about Pixar and its record on the show. It is impeccable. So I have to figure out if this, to me, is equal to the other ones that I've done. And I love it, but it's just a tick below for me. So I'm going to give it a nine and a half.
0: Yeah, I'm also giving it a nine and a
1: half. So you'd have anything negative you were going to say about it. Why is it a nine and a half and Be- not a ten to you?
0: Well, because you you were pre- pretty convincing when you talked about the portrayal of, of De La Cruz and, and then, you know, the muddiness in the middle, if you mm-hmm. will. Um, but it was a ten going into it. I did have a ten written down. Um, I, I, I mean, I was,
1: I was waffling between the two.
0: I, I, I think also maybe my biggest reason for giving a nine and a half instead of a ten is because, aside from, like, Remember Me and Un Poco Loco.
1: The other music's a little forgettable.
0: The other music's a little more forgettable to me. like.
1: I noticed that when uh, I gave Jillian a bath that night, or maybe the next day, and we were she wanted to listen to some Cocoa music. Mm-hmm. And, like, Remember Me is on the soundtrack, like, three times.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I just skip yeah.
1: around, like, yeah. you know.
0: So, I mean, I think that they're beautiful songs, but... Like, I don't know how much I'll go out of my way to listen to the soundtrack, sure. and I think that may hurt it. Whereas, like, I could tell you all the words to the entire Frozen soundtrack. Oh no, this is this is so to, like, much a better movie than Frozen.
1: Like, don't you dare say that.
0: I'm saying about the music piece of it, Chris. Kay. It's a little different, Kay. and I feel so. So that's the only thing, and I know this is much more traditional music and stuff like that. But like, like. Even, like, the introduction song to Frozen, I know all the words, too, and I can sing it. And there'll be times I'm like, I just want to listen to the Frozen soundtrack, and I'll put it on. As an example, I do that more often with, like, The Little Mermaid. Okay?
1: This is a better movie than The Little Mermaid. Uh, it's the fact.
0: For mullet.
1: <laughs> hey, I get to nominate things, and I, I'm going to do my uh-huh. birthday thing I'm gonna too. I'm going
0: to chop off your for so nine and a half for Cocoa. instead of poison your mac and cheese.
1: I can live through that. Like, in terms of, a, like, a medical way. I'll kill myself because I don't have a dick anymore. But it's yeah. not here nor there. Uh, so it's my turn to nominate. So next week will be The Killing. The week after that, our Christmas episode of Very Merry Toy Store. Then your birthday movie, The Replacements. And our final movie, uh, Wrap It Up, Blade Runner 2049. First episode of January. Uh, first episode of 2021, I should say. Is going to be our mullet nomination. So I get to pick our first two movies of 2021. Because it'll be my nomination, and it'll also be my birthday. So I get to pick a movie just like you get the replacement. So I'm going to nominate first, because I still haven't decided between two movies of what my, my birthday movie will be. Uh, for this year, I'm fixing something we didn't do in September. So usually in September would be Sam a podcast marathon benefiting connor's cure we did not do it this year not because of covid but because rich and i have retired from that and you know it might be coming back in the future under a different different sort of banner uh, with somebody else doing it uh but usually when i would do poslam i would do a wrestling movie and we didn't get a chance to do that this year so i'm fixing that oh how right now sad so i'm nominating two movies about the world of wrestling god damn it and they are two awful movies great <laughs> so we're starting off 2021 very hot my two nominations are body slam which is a 1980s rock and wrestling comedy uh-huh and russell which is a air body Bud- slam perfect oh i'm so glad you didn't even let me finish WrestleMania is like the air bud of wrestling movies. Yeah,
0: b- Body Slam. Yes!
1: I can't believe I got Body Slam for my birthday! Fantastic.
0: That's the only present you're getting. We
1: actually own... <laughs> I'm
0: not getting you We actually
1: own two copies of Russell Ma- Madness, or WrestleMania, whatever the fuck it's called, because I bought one as a joke from a closing video store, and Andrew bought one from a closing video store for me! So, there's that. So, Body Slam will be the first episode of 2021. Now, for my birthday movie, I'm torn between two. Uh, both comedies... One is one of my favorite all-time comedies and one of the oldest comedies ever. The other is a modern indie film that hardly anybody saw, but I absolutely love and I've wanted to rewatch. So I'm actually going to let you decide for my birthday. I'm fine with either one of these options. I can't choose between them. This doesn't count as anything. This is my birthday movie. My two birthday choices are Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein or brigsby bear those are the two one of, either one of those movies i want to watch for my birthday neither one whichever one you don't pick still doesn't i can still nominate for something later on but i want to watch one of those two movies for my birthday which one do you want to watch with me brigsby bear. brigsby bear very good very good so our first two movies will be body slam and brigsby bear in 2021 be on the lookout for that and with that we will wrap it up for this week's episode of Married with Movies. As always, we encourage you to go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review, please, like we talked about. Increase our profile. Um, I forget what we talked about at the beginning of the show because we've been recording over an hour about that. But, yeah. Oh, your office. Tell Susan to review the show, goddammit. Facebook.com slash Married with Movies at MarriedWMovies on Twitter. Um, movies at gmail.com Let's know what you think of the show for me personally I mentioned it earlier box and friends turn on your notifications on instagram at your host 38 and my retro wrestling diary arcadeonet slash pod uh wrapping up 1991 this year and I realized I didn't do any typing today so I gotta get on that before I'm behind again anything for you Samantha? no so so
0: watch out for me. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Jam with Your Sam. Watch out for my guests, guest appearances on a mullet show, boxing friends, and sometimes I'm on the whack pack. Please check them out. They're great shows. Um, raise money for great causes and uh, are just a lot of fun. A lot of fun to watch and and nostalgic um, for a lot of the things that they do with, with the cards and the toys and, and things that they open on the shows so some great shows that I sometimes appear on um, but put your notifications on for me and you'll know whenever I'm on a show even if it's just one that I'm going to create myself if you have ideas for a show that I could do uh, let me know okay that's it Why are you
1: twirling your thumbs together like you're plotting something?
0: I'm plotting my show.
1: Oh, can't wait for that. For a mullet. This is mullet.
0: Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch.
1: Slash the movies.
0: So I looked up what a MacGuffin is.
1: Red, I'm your Where should I put my shoes? I mean amor, I mean amor. You say put them on your head I mean amor, I'm my You make me unpocko, un, un poquitito loco The way you keep me guessing I'm nodding and I'm guessing I'll count it as a blessing Thank you for playing Arcade Audio Play more at ArcadeAudio.net